Snap Judgment regular contributor April Wolf was grateful for her family and even more thrilled when they saw fit to pass her on a car. She just didn't realize that she was going to have to share it. So Aunt Janice had a very interesting reputation in her family, and that was because she may have been inherently evil. She moved out to Los Angeles early on in her life because she wanted to be a movie star, and she was quite beautiful. Things did work out for her for a while, except for her husband left her for his secretary, and it crushed her. Her husband, of course, was a divorce lawyer. He took everything, and she had to move back to Michigan. And she became bitter. It was just like this perfect storm of craziness at all of our family get-togethers. And she would refuse to eat anything. She would just mix vodka with Ensure on her deathbed after she got throat cancer. If she deemed that the hospice nurse was too fat, she would reach over and with what little strength her little anorexic arms had, she would slap them across the face. When my great-aunt died, she had a Dodge Shadow. The family decided that it was going to me. I could not get this weird smell out of it. It was like death and cigarettes, but I was fine with that because the car was free. I had decided that I wanted to move across the country from Michigan to Los Angeles, and that's when things started to go kind of crazy with this car. And I remember the first time it happened, I was uh, driving down Lancashire Boulevard into Hollywood. I tried to brake. I lifted my foot off the gas pedal, and I could feel the gas pedal not coming with me. Instead, the gas pedal started wedging itself down, and my foot was nowhere near it. And I started pumping the brakes, but it wouldn't work. And so I was watching the speedometer go up to like 45 and I'm on like a residential street and I started freaking out and I was like, what is going to happen? Stop, please stop. And, and I realized that when I said stop, it stopped. And then it started happening more and it would happen on the highway. And it was the same thing. The steering wheel wouldn't turn, brakes weren't working. When I verbally asked this thing to stop, it stopped. That's when I started feeling like, oh my God. And I know this sounds crazy, but maybe Aunt Janice was in the car and did not like that I was back in Los Angeles. I took the car to a few mechanics and they would do all of these tests and nothing ever, ever showed up on the car. But the second that I would get the car back, I would drive it home and it would happen again. What got really scary was I was driving, it was really close to the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, and um, I could feel something behind me pushing my head into the steering wheel. It wasn't like a hand, it was almost like there was this cushion of air that was just pushing me, and so it was so bad that I could not move my head and I actually had to pull off to the side of the road. And even then when uh, it, it allowed me to move my head up, it made me shake my head back and forth. I started talking to Aunt Janice and appealing to her in things that I thought that she would be interested in. I know that she really loved certain movies, like she loved The Omen. And so I would talk to her about like the time that Gregory Peck gets his head taken off. That was her favorite part of the movie. Almost like appeasing the gods. <laughs> When things really started to go awry is when she would follow me into work. 
my boss had called us into a meeting and she said, before we could leave for the day, we had to find this one picture. It had to be in one of these 100 giant books and we would have to thumb through all of them. While that was happening, I could feel Aunt Janice pushing my head into my boss's desk and I was not able to fight back. So in the middle of this meeting, my head is slowly lowering itself (laughs) and everyone's just kind of looking at me. And the only thing that I can think to say is I have a really bad migraine. And so I said, if you can help me find this picture, I swear I will think about selling the car and also I will think about moving out of LA. My head shot up, I stood up, and it felt like something was pushing my body, and so I just let go. And I went to the shelf and I picked up this one book and I opened it up and there was this picture that we were looking for. I could not handle the responsibility of selling a ghost car to a stranger. And I decided that I would donate it to a charity for the blind. When I got rid of the ghost car, my life improved drastically. And one of the things that happened is I immediately had a dream. And this dream was so vivid. And this dream said I was going to get a red Honda Civic HX. I didn't even know an HX existed. And I went on Craigslist and I was just like, well, I guess I'm just going to post an ad saying that I need a a red Honda Civic HX 1997. The next day, a woman called me and said, I have your exact car. I've had this Honda Civic through many states. I've just recently even driven it across the country twice again. (laughs) And now, (laughs) okay, so I moved to Portland, Oregon, not too long ago. And I'm on the way to the studio today, obviously, to tell this story about a car. And um, as I'm thinking about this car and all the stuff and I'm on my way to the studio, what I don't realize is that the light in front of me is turning red. I blew through the light and T-boned someone in a white truck. My name is Dave Gillum, and I was pretty shook. And he was shaking. When I finally got my wits about me. The first thing he said to me was, It's quite a coincidence. Six years earlier. To the day. I was driving the other direction, and somebody came to the same light. Same intersection. Light turned green, looked both ways, went into the intersection, and boom, I got a T-bone on the driver's side. Hit in the same way. By someone running a red light that day, too. Um, both times, my vehicle had been totaled. And both times, I was driving forwards, and both times, it was pretty young women that did it. Okay, I have been, I would have been, here's the thing, Aunt Janice hasn't left me still. Like, there are still moments where things happen where I realize I need to make some sort of different life decision. Like, sometimes she'll just come back, and I don't know why, but there's a chance that maybe I should not be living in Portland, Oregon. (laughs) 